Live from the dinnerware department of Canada Customs. Is, is this a serving tray? I, m- maybe, like, oh, you know, Thanksgiving is coming c- for turkey? Yeah, you put the turkey on there, bring it out, maybe. It's the Vocal it Minority does, Podcast. But, yeah, I don't know. It's shiny. ornament? Ooh, right. yeah. I, Scare away the crows. Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't either. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that loves Justin Morrow. On this week's episode, we talk about Justin Morrow. Easy dunk. TFC's <laughs> historic winning of the Supporters' Shield, Justin Morrow. The Canada El Salvador friendly, Justin Morrow. Oh, and more. Get a room. If only. <laughs> Still in vacation mode, but we dragged him to the studio anyway. It's Duncan Fletcher. What do you call a man with a small penis? I don't know, Dunk. Justin. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey! Wow! You like had, have you had that in the chamber like since the weekend? Or? No, no, that that's just like since uh, really since like five seconds ago. Yeah, that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. uh, CFL aficionado that's on a footy podcast for some reason. It's Mark Hinckley. Ew! It's just one team. Ew. Mm-hmm. That's, that's those other nights. You you love a good pointy ball. I mean, technically, the nipple... You know what? Screw it. All right, good. Mm. Uh, Tony's not here. I, I got a message. Something about getting little mini shields. I don't know what he's doing. Mm. It sounded unsavory. So Inappropriate. It, probably. Um, as for me, Justin Morrow mm. scored three goals. It was super fun. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be like this for good half of the show sweet yeah <laughs> can't wait <laughs> i'm just gonna project my my level here uh-huh. <laughs> before mark no. unplugs my mic no no it's not your it's not me you have to worry about trying to shut down your levels it's those lovely people who download this weekly oi mm. alan will still keep listening and everyone else will agree with me so it's fine uh anyway i am your host kristen knows now to our show First up on this week's show, of course, is the Energy Drinks post-match. Ultimately, a very exciting game, but mm. one that gave most of us cause for concern uh, through much of the game as the Bulls of New Jersey had control and stifled the TSC attack uh, for a good chunk of the game. Mm. It was uh, rather worrisome, which, speaking of TFC's attack, other than Justin Morrow, oh, mm. goal-scoring machine. There's others? Apparently, there's no one else on TFC who could score. Uh, they were having a hell of a time producing anything for mm. large parts of the game. Oh, yeah, I guess so, Victor mm. Vasquez. Yeah, you're right. Nobody else can Victor Vasquez score, Victor Vasquez. Mm. You were saying? Did he produce a goal? He scored a penalty. I, 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 I think ma- by a, definition, a magical... he did produce a goal. Okay, but. Oh, 
But fucking asterisk. I, I guess it was just in Morrow that got fouled for the penalty. If, yeah. if the foul is the producing of the goal, oh, you know, then, if you'd let yeah. me keep talking, I would talk about Josie Altador working his magic in the box. Mm. No, 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 go, go. No, no, it says it right there. Um, so anyway, once the game was tied, it was uh, again very concerning as the Red Bulls looked potentially like they were going to hand TFC their third negative result in a couple weeks. But Josie Altador worked his magic in the box. VV converted. And then Justin Morrow got a fucking hat trick. Mm. <laughs> it's delightful. And then we won the supporter shield. Yeah, so I heard. Guys, we mm. won the supporter shield. So I heard. It's mm. awesome. Mm. I, I feel like I'm the one who's the most excited about this. No, no. That, that, that is legitimately a very impressive thing. The truck with the supporter the, the, shield. Yeah, the truck. <laughs> yeah, finally. We get it first because, yes. yeah. you know, no one cares about it like we do. Mm-hmm. That was, you know what? Like 11 seasons, you know, most of them crap. Most of them really, really bad. I, you know, it's not, it's not the MLS Cup, but I think it's very cool that TFC are officially the best team in the league. Agreed. Yeah, statistically. I mean, I've been saying it for much of this year that they are the best team. Yes, but it's nice to have the... Now there's a piece of hardware that goes with it. That will say that forever and ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And True. something to go in the trophy thing at the Kia. And yes, yes. Remember so. t- the, the, remember that that year old will have you know, 2017 and a supporter exactly. shield. Exactly. Right? Remember 2017, guys? I remember, remember 2017. I remember, I remember the... Uh, remember the supporter shield? Just, I remember Spurs. She remember Justin Moore scored a hat trick that one time. I remember that Justin Moore scored a hat trick. <laughs> yeah, it was good times. It was mm. good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It was. It was just. You know, that the game caused me more concern than I had expected it to. Not that New York is a bad team. They're 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 a solid team. They've uh, been pretty crap recently. Yeah. Yes. Injuries have caused problems. Exactly. They're getting, so they're getting everyone back and... Decided to leave their two best players on the bench. Yeah. so weird. And it's thank you so much. Mm. Um, but it was good to have, you know, ultimately a decisive win and to be able to... You know, it would have been great if they clinched the supporter Shield earlier, but nice to do it in front of the home fans. Um, give everyone a bit of a celebration. And... Uh, yeah, I was. That was. That was fun. It was. The weather was pretty good through most nice of night, it. Yeah. Mm. it was kind of chilly by the end of it, but that's okay. You know, just jump up and down. It's all good. All right, moment of the match. I am gonna go with the Jonathan Osorio for Toe Saint Ricketts substitution. Um, basically, because I feel up until that point, TFC were looking kind of okay, but. You know, not great. It's you know, it wasn't kind of. Toss like, had a rough night. It, it wasn't. Uh, I mean, we say that, but but he I hit mean, the post. He, he hit the post. He had that like save. Oh, like, that Robles stupid save! That was save. awful. That was a goal. Talent. That should have been a goal. Yeah. I mean, and then you know he had just like a couple of like good breakaway opportunities. So in a way, the game plan was kind of working because we're well, creating some opportunities, and I mean, they scored two goals mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I don't know. It, it just didn't really look as if they were flowing. Whereas 
after Osorio came on, after they tied it up as 2-2, I feel like all of a sudden like TFC were just attacking a lot more. Yeah. And it was a lot more of like your sort of quick, sort of direct passing, like right in the defense's face. And it's like, oh, well, this is what they did for that month when they were really fucking good. All of a sudden it started happening again. So again, another, you know, hey, Osorio is looking good again. Yeah, um, no, and they- if it's just they kind of changed the tactics rather than kind of relying on a bit of a long ball for Ricketts to chase. It was more, you know, sorry, it was playing a sort of Jovinko-y kind of role. And uh, yeah, they all of a sudden, oh, that's the, the really good team. So that would be my moment of the match. All right, Marcus. Uh, I'm going to go with the last goal. And it's and it's mostly due to the elite. Justin Morrow's goal? It's mo- <sighs> can, I, can I finish? Can mm-hmm. I finish? Okay, I'll be good. It's mostly due to the elation. Of Always the crowd. interrupting. No, with it rude. We just want to do a serious, like hosted insightful. By a yes, a serious, Fuck. insightful punditry kind of podcast. And then Kristen, every fucking time. Oh, just tomorrow this and just tomorrow that. Constantly interrupting. Yeah, yeah, wow. Rope it in. Yeah. Have so, some respect, so, Kristen. So mostly no. due to the elation of you know crowd supporters, uh, but I. Really felt that it punctuated Josie's entire contribution to the entire match. He was, he was excellent without scoring a goal. Like and that's that that I'm very okay with that. Yeah. Um. It was and it was a brilliant pass with what's his face with that touch thingy. But uh, you know, it was it was just a fabulous capper to what was a bit of oh shit oh shit moments because the last week and a half two weeks have been. A lot of oh shit moments. So. Mm. I have two. Go on. God, it's well, like, it's, it's, you know, it's okay when she, when she breaks her own. So. I let you have two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but nobody's really chastising you, is it? I don't chastise you when you have two. <laughs> I chastise <laughs> you when you pick the wrong man in the match, <laughs> like from other teams and shit. Anyway, mm. one just to give Michael Bradley some love because I usually don't. Was that very rather delicious pass he sent to Hassler that? ultimately did not amount to anything because Toss couldn't get a foot on. It was it was a curving pass that went like a good third of the pitch in the second half when they were attacking the south end. It was beautiful. I swear it happened. Tony would back me up if he was here, but he's mm. not because we talked about it. Sure. It was lovely. Um, but I'm actually, other than enjoying all of Justin Morrow's goals, I'm actually going to go with the penalty because... I was... It's the shield-clinching goal right It's the shield-clinching goal. Um, I, I was laughing because, you know, just Josie that went down, and they should know better. Does no one watch film on him? Mm. Come on. And and I was also then Bedoya very... Bedoya is still shaking his head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um But then, too, I was I was pleased that it was Va- it was Vasquez that took the took the took the shot as opposed to Altador or Morrow who was on a hat trick but you don't want to let Morrow take a penalty. No. We all know what happens when when that happens. So wow. good decision not to wow. not to I try almost, and give like, Morrow the hat trick. I it. almost like, forgot. I honestly like, almost forgot. However, oh, well said. Suck. Wow. Suck. I just went, I was feeling like, okay, it makes sense. He's probably the most calm. He will. You know, he never will mind not it. letting Ooh. me have nice things. What about just letting Justin Morrow have nice things? Just for what? Like, oh, just does his hat he... trick not happen? 
That's pretty Okay, deep. then. Did he not get, like, hoisted on the shoulders of somebody? Yes, he did. And did he... the crowd was singing his name. He got to bang the drum. He's had lots of nice moments. Oh, so it's, it's over. It's, it's, moments it's, over now is what you're saying. Yeah. All right, man of the match. Um, well... <laughs> wow. Okay. For those of you who didn't pay for the video podcast this week, Kristen already has weapon in hand and is aiming at Duncan's face. Come on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoulder, really. But... <clears throat> what else? Mm. Duncan. Th- there's caveats to this. One, <laughs> this was the world's scrappiest fucking hat trick. I beg of you, find any game, any league, wherever, three crappier goals. It's like one kind of, oh, well, this is kind of shitty. The second one was pretty good. It just drops to him. Or the third one. And he's there. You know, good good for him being at the right place at the right time. Very lucky. But I wouldn't say they were all scrappy. I mean, there's, there's a certain talent and look to having a ball be deflected twice. And, oh, it comes right to me and now I can the score. And then, I'll yeah. give you the first one. Like, are I, you I, giving Justin the man of the match also, or not? I, d- oh, dear this, God. this is what we're going. Also, caveats. He, he's technically a defender and the team's letting two goals. Can you really give man of the match to a defender when your team lets in two goals? <laughs> he, now he's just trolling I'm you. Not right. sure you I can. know what this looks I'm like. Not sure you Penalty can. is brilliant. not his fault. It's that was brilliant. Drew Moore's <laughs> fault, fair. by the way. <laughs> Um, but sure, you this know. is the most elaborate Kristen trolling I've seen any one of and, you, know, you guys do. A left back scoring a hat trick, that's not all that rare. I've seen that happen before. Steve Nichol in 1987 for Liverpool versus Newcastle. I was there, he scored a hat trick. These things is happen. Is he allowed to tell Liverpool stories? I don't want to tell Darlington stories. Yeah, <laughs> um, But sure, just immoral. I mean, yeah. It's moral, but there's a lot of really good performances too. But it's moral by a landslide. Thank you. That wasn't for you. That's a fact. I know. It is a fact. Who's your man of the match, Kristen? Uh, Okay, so (laughs) Vanny Tactics. Justin Morrow. Mm. Of course, it's Justin Morrow. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, Justin. You, I, I've long professed my love for Justin Morrow. This is not a new thing. I'm not a Justin Morrow bandwagon hopper. I. I've adored him since he came here. Talking of long, adoring things and all that sort of thing, uh, brief little uh, second moment of the match, Sheru's back. Absolutely, Yay. yeah. Oh, that was, that was, nice. was great. I felt good. Did you hear it? It's a, did, the did perfect substitution as well. You know, no, you, you, got to, uh, you know, you get to give Vasquez a bit of a standing ovation as he goes off, then welcome Sheru. Yep. And yeah, the West standard, a bit of the uh, sort of Hey Jude thing going yeah. on there. That's and nice. they are always the ones that started, actually. It's very impressive. I, mm. it's, it's been going on since last season? Yeah, I think so. I think they started yeah, doing it last yeah. season. So some don't give a shit. They, they, no, 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 they're too good for that. I know, which but, is a uh, bit weird. Yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah, I want to sing with you guys. I love this song. So. Mm-hmm. No, it was great to see him back, and I, I feel like, you know, maybe we'll get to see him. You know, Montreal's coming to town soon, so maybe we will get to play. <laughs> they're not in the. They're probably not in the playoffs. You know, it's fun. It's All true. right, uh, Vanny Tactics. Honestly, hard to argue too much. I think really. My only thing was a little bemused by the beta for Hassler swap. At the time, it was, you know, Hassler was having a good game, like for like, that didn't feel like it was going to change much. Hassler getting a bit of a rest, beta's getting some minutes, I guess. That's the only thing I could figure out. Maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, not every substitution has to be all about like changing the game, right? Well, there at the there. time, the game needed changing, though. So. Well, perhaps, yes. But um, yeah, you know, I've uh, no complaints. It's it's the starting lineup I would have put out, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
you know, maybe better show instead of Hassler, but, you know, whatever. Um, you know, good to see sort of Zavaleta and Bono sort of back in the lineup after they're, they're missing a game after they shot the bet in Mont- against Montreal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, New York are a tough team to play against sometimes, and eventually we figured it out. It was a very good substitution uh, with the Osorio thing. Mm-hmm. That seemed to really sort of change how things were going. So, yeah, well done, Greg Vanny. Yeah, I, I've got nothing uh, nothing against what he put out there. I will give credit, though. Um, it clearly was. It looked like that uh, Hamilton was going to come on to the pitch there uh, for a while. Just before, I think it was just before, just before the penalty, and he once the penalty happened, he told Hamilton to sit down. So whatever was going to change, um, it, it it proved to be rather prudent because. About what five minutes later, Vasquez came off because of his pulled hamstring. So, I mean, as much as I love seeing Canadian kids get time to do do a yeah. run out, that was a good weird move that you know saved having a kept having eleven healthy players running around mm-hmm. the pitch. I'm sorry, I, I perhaps missed this. I don't know if I was just from watching yeah. it on TV. Yeah. They told you about this, but Vasquez is done yeah. his hamstring. I, yeah. Well, well, he, well, yeah. What well, are you he, talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was hobbling. Was he? Yep. I did not notice. That. Nor did I. <laughs> well, there are advantages to not going to these games mm. sometimes, uh, guys. It's, uh, you know, sometimes I just switch it up. No, I would, it's have, not. Thought that, that, I would have thought that might have uh, yeah, made some of the, the post-game media and such like. But yeah, okay. he was grabbing, they were showing him grabbing the back of his leg and then yeah, no. he wasn't, it was it was, it seemed more precautionary because he was still kind of trotting around a bit, but clearly if he'd had to hoof the ball one more time, he'd have been down in a heap. So, Well, all right. When, when, when did this start? Was it just like the other enthusiastic celebrations after he scored his penalty? Or uh, his no. He pulled, did he pull a Richard Eckersley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't quite X uh, level, but it was probably it was probably a good five minutes anyway, five to six minutes after he scored. So, it, it, like, when he came off, hmm. that had just happened. So, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Um, speaking of tactics, uh, New York Red Bulls tactics. So, energy drinks. <laughs> Thank you. Again, for the video podcast, Kristen's got a bottle cap on the top of her head, but like a pop bottle cap. And I'm wondering... Who's my little hat? Yeah, but the number of for times I wanted trick. to stop mid-whatever for just the to go, okay. the fuck is that? Oh. <laughs> Isn't that really a cap trick? The so, hat's over there. Yeah, so, but it's all the way over there. I know. You I said the number up. of times you wanted to do this. How long has she been wearing the hat there, right? <laughs> um, all all, all, all at episode? At, at, at least since it was my turn to talk about uh, uh, man of the match, possibly even moment. Okay. No, that no, was it, wasn't, it wasn't It wasn't moment. Because yeah. like, I know she was, was going to throw it at me. So yes. it was definitely in her hands when she was going to throw it at me. Yeah, it was after. Uh, Mind you, it, it only took me about, I don't know, four of those minutes to realize, oh, it's the top of my drink. All right. Uh, okay. So New York Red Bull tactics. So the energy drinks actually, you know, had what seemed like a pretty solid game plan. You know, we're holding TFC at bay, but Jesse Marsh, as Duncan mentioned earlier, left Bradley Wright Phillips and Sasha Kleiston on the bench for a huge chunk of the match. You have to wonder why. Um, they'd played midweek. So maybe they were tired. I guess. Yeah, on the on on the on the telly, they were saying that uh, it was their third game in seven or eight days. Yes, yeah. they they yeah. played so a lot like recently. Saturday, Wednesday, or Sunday, Wednesday, yeah. whatever it was. So, uh, hmm. all right. But yeah, um, so both of them up there. That's bold. Like I mean, 
what's what's kind of funny is that a white flaggy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Just sort of felt like well, it's Toronto anyway. Yeah. We'll just go for it against DC midweek and then just kind of half-ass it in Toronto because exactly. we're going to lose that I mean, one anyway. What's weird and is that and then they many, couldn't even beat DC. Yeah. Ah! Many teams, many teams have done this. I mean, Toronto's probably done it at least a half a dozen times over the years that we've been aware of. Sure. Where we're going into a team that's one of the best. It's like, yeah, we're not expecting shit. So B team, go get them. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever noticed that we're the beneficiaries of that. <laughs> but this is we're a team playing Toronto, so you guys take a nap. Yeah, but like this is a team that's fighting for their playoff lives. Like that's, they are not. They still have not locked down that spot. It's probably theirs. Three. I mean. This is the they, third game they, in a They week. are fortunate that everyone else is shitting the bed as well. Exactly. They are, but, yeah, yeah, being the, yes, they are getting the, being the beneficiaries of, of other people's crap. But it's, uh, it, it did surprise me. So thank you, Jesse Marsh. And thank you for uh, the entertaining mm. uh, dance moves or whatever on the sideline. I love watching him on the, on the touchline. It's hilarious. There's a lot of, yeah. He's, yeah, there's he's active. Couple, he's very active. A couple adult words. Oh. Yeah. Lip, re- lip reading. The mic didn't pick it up, but it's like, <laughs> okay, couple, couple. What the fox trots going on? It's, oh, it's really? Wow, it's pretty good. So, all right. Be- before we uh, leave this game, uh, everyone has to say something nice about just tomorrow. Duncan and Mark. He's got delightful hair. Motherfucker. You have to be sincere, Duncan. Uh, um, three goals in a game is very good. Eight goals over the season, very nice. You know, he's he's a valuable part of the team. Thank you. No Duncan. one's ever denied it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little taken aback. Smashing haircut, truly, it's, it's nice. Mary even pointed it out, which is hilarious. Mm. She, she, she said, "Oh, yeah, he's." How did she put it? Um, oh God, well, I I, it's like three goals, and he finally fixed his hair. I think that's what she, something along those lines. It's like, okay, if that's your takeaway, that's fine. Mm. Uh, look, I'm, I am not the boo person of of justin morrow i've it's true he's not on this show right like i'm i've been fairly supportive of his contributions okay. uh, yeah i, I or, don't think anyone hates justin morrow or i've not even a mild dislike i've always thought he was excellent if anything i'm just trolling this one here which is what which is why this line is in the show because it's fun i know it's funny but, and honestly let's be honest Half of this well, show is winding her up. Yeah, so I, I mean, but that's why that that's why that I, section's here. I realize that, but I'm also you know, play showing the hand that <laughs> that anytime I've done it, it's just strictly out of derision, not out of any sort of belief. <laughs> that's so good, yeah. So yeah, no, he's 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 top shelf, and the fact that he's got what this is his ninth, eighth goal of the season. Eighth goal of the season. That's freaking brilliant. Like mm. for for a left back, that's. A left back who's playing more the wing than anything else, but but still, that's a long way to go to be a poacher for three goals. Well, like pitch wide, like where you play on the pitch, that's the furthest you can be from where you're supposed to start to where the goal goes in. I mean, one of those goals he posted in from like the the right side of the of the net. He went even further than he was supposed to go to poach. Fantastic, well done, sir. Top scoring defender two years in a row. Sure, don't I don't doubt that. I mean, it's yeah. Do we really categorize him as a defender? Yeah, well, I mean, um, but maybe, yeah, by, but I mean, by resume, take that. I mean, just basically take out you know actual strikers and Diego Valeri, and he's probably in like the like top, oh, he's, top he's, three or four in the entire fucking league. Well, he's, sure. he's he's one of TFC's top scorers. Sure, like fourth. 
And he missed a chunk of the ga of, uh, hey, games in the middle of the season exactly. as well. Exactly. Uh, Off being... Uh, Raheem Playoff races thickened. Teams were doing their level best to secure a spot above the red line this past week. Here to tell us all about it is Duncan Fletcher with this week's Ellis Wins and Losses. Duncan. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You can support my shield all season long. I will. Wow. Uh, yeah, lot to cover and uh, busy after a busy week. So first off, quick recap of the midweek games. Uh, Atlanta beat Philly 3-0, as you'd expect, to keep the pressure on the Pizza Rats, who beat the Impact 1-0, and the fire went to San Jose and got a 4-1 result, <laughs> as uh, the race for second in the East heats up. Uh, not so much the race for sixth in the East, as the Rebels couldn't take advantage of the Impact losing. They only tied 3-3 with DC, and then the T-Tourists lost 6-1 in Orlando. Mm. Um, over in the west, Seattle beat Vancouver to pull within a point at the top. And in the race for sixth, Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas Yeehaw! actually won a game. Yeehaw! They what? Beating the Rapids 2-0. So it doesn't really count because what kind of shitty team doesn't beat the Rapids? Yeah, I, I know. know. Like, seriously, that's like uh -huh. a guarantee. We've been three saying points. that for a couple weeks uh, I know. now. Maybe yeah. in a couple months. Uh-huh. Uh, as mentioned earlier, San Jose lost and Houston could only tie LA. So decent night for Dallas. Uh, onto the weekend, uh, we'll keep going with the West playoff race. Up at the top end first, and the big game was the Whitecaps in Kansas, where the Spokes hadn't lost in 24 games, where the Whitecaps have never won in their entire history. Uh, the Caps went all white flag on this one, uh, rotating a lot of first teamers out of the team, basically bunkering for a nil-nil right from the start. Mm. Uh, it went rather well, as they got a remarkably undeserved 1-0 win. Uh, thanks to an Eric Hurtado goal. Wow. Eric and Hurtado. weird. Yeah. How is he still a thing? That's... You should watch the highlights because, A, a you know, it's a nice, a nice goal. goal. And B, what the fuck is he doing with his hair? Jesus. That bad? Is he, oh. taking, is he taking over for uh, Russell Tybert in the bad hair department? Maybe. It, it's just uh, uh, terrible. It's completely the wrong color. Um... Yeah. The the good news for the Whitecaps continued as Portland lost 2-1 in San Jose. What? Uh, though Diego Valeri's nine-game scoring streak did come to an end, the Timbers have now scored 19 straight, which is uh, one game short of their club record. All time. Well. Wow. Uh, also, Sebastian Blanco did score, making him just the second Timbers player to get six goals and six assists in an MLS season. There it is. Mm. I was worried that the Timbers... I know, there was going to be This 19-game yeah. streak with a goal. It's like, that seems very vanilla. Mm. Somebody got fired for that fact. Mm. But no. Yes, but you, yeah, Sebastian Blanco, he's got six goals now. Mm, yeah. Justin Moore says, sit the fuck down. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Yeah, moving on to uh, Sunday in the West. Uh, it got better for the Whitecaps as Seattle, after losing a lousy on total injury, had to play at 1pm in Chester, or 10am Seattle time. Mm. <laughs> well done, Philly. Uh, and Seattle lost 2-0, which is a shame. Hey, wait a minute, how, how the hell did Philly get an, an early afternoon kickoff against Seattle? But we had to play at bloody 8.30 at night against stupid L.A., why did they get to not pander to the West Coast, but we had to? 
Yeah, we, we had to basically play at like 11.30 or whatever. Yeah, around, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. MLS hates Canada. Yes, yes, they do. Loves Chester. Uh, Why? So cheesy. Who doesn't? Okay, now you mentioned the cheese part. Yes. Uh, Anyway, that leaves the Whitecaps as the only team mathematically qualified in the West. uh, Top of the division with a a cute 51 points. Aww. Dorbs. Just want to ruffle their hair. Uh, From 31 games. Uh, Then there's Poland and Seattle, both with 47 from 32. And the Sporks on 47 from 30. They've still got four games left. MLS. Weird. Nicely. Yes. So balanced. Uh, So fair. uh, Below them is uh, another group of teams fighting for the uh, last uh, couple of spots. Now up to fifth are Houston after they beat Minnesota 2-1. Albert Elise pulling on a Black Panther mask to celebrate his goal. His 10th of the season, making him only the sixth player to do that in Dynamo history. Really? Yeah. How... Ten. That that didn't seem like that big of a what? defensive team. How many? I guess. What does that put him on the number of players who put on masks? That's a good point. Surely um, Kai Kamara has put on a mask at some point. Oh, yeah. You would think. Or at least Barlow. He's, he's done the helmet. I mean, that's kind of a mask. We don't we don't put on a hard hat that one time. That's true. Uh, which mm-hmm. was uh, yeah. which was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah, anywho, uh, good for Pim, I guess. Uh, also for Houston, Ricardo Clark started his 315th MLS game, tying in with Landon Donovan for 12th overall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark Hinkley's FC Dallas Yeehaw! got themselves another clean sheet. What? This time only one point in a nil-nil with uh, Orlando. Baby steps, yay! Yay, indeed. <laughs> there was a handball in the box that didn't get called, didn't even get reviewed, and Oscar Pereja is not criticizing the ref at all, not questioning his integrity at all, wouldn't dream of it. Oh, no. I, uh, how you say, reviewed the video. That, oh yes, that is a handball. Now, I'm not going to question the, how you say, integrity of the referee. No, I'm going to question the integrity of the people who are managing the system. No, it was a handball. I saw a handball in the review. Now, this time, we didn't get the uh, benefit of it. And we are going to move with professionalism and with respect. Because those decisions, no, they are made by people who know. And people who have been assigned to do, how you say, job. Honest and refreshing and, and respectful wow. uh, of him, and in no way barbed and sarcastic. Uh, no. Well done, Oscar. Yes, indeed. Yes. Smooth. Yes. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Real Salt Lake, they've been on fire recently, but uh, after playing with 10 men for most of the game, needed a 95th minute goal from the Dirty Hippie to squeak a 1 1 tie with the Galaxy. God, wash your hair. Yeah. Um, you know, 1-1 with the Galaxy. Eh, doesn't sound great, but yeah, but still, Mike Pecky is happy with pretty much everything about that. Not going to get sappy or anything. This is why I'm in this sport. Trey? Trey, is that why I'm in this sport? This... Find out, Trey. Get back to me. I love doing what I'm doing. Trey, Trey, you know I love doing what I'm doing, don't you? Are you doing what I love? Are we loving doing what? Anyway, this is why the players are in it. To win games and to feel moments like this. You know, it felt like, I'll be the first to stand here tonight and say it, it felt like a win tonight with a tie. Trey, you like ties, don't you? You're wearing one? Felt like that, didn't it? Did it feel like a tie? Felt like, yeah, felt like a win. 
we were a man down for 75 minutes and for us to get a golden stoppage time shows we didn't give up. Our captain, who leads this team on a daily basis, unbelievable to get that. But shows what he means to this club. And it shows who he is. For Nick Romano to keep us in this game. Down a man. Trey, are we down a man? Can you find us and pick him up, Trey? He's, he's on the ground. Trey. For the amount of shots he faced and the, the difficult saves he had to make, it was, it was a joy to watch. And it's why I love doing what I do. Isn't that right, Trey? I love it. I love it, Trey. Get it some flowers. I love it. It's nice. It is. It is. It's heartwarming. He's come a long way from you know back in the early in the season when he seemed all you know cold and miserable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. unapproachable. Very cold. Really remote. He's he's clearly come here. He's made a friend. Yeah. And you know now he's he's loving every minute. Absolutely. Yeah. Lovely. It's it's heartwarming. It's real. Keeping it real. Yeah. Keeping it real. Yes. Um, as mentioned earlier, San Jose beat Portland 2-1 uh, after all going out for a team meal after their midweek hammering. So all that leaves us with Houston in fifth with 43 from 31 and Aracel with 42 from 32, San Jose with 42 from 32 and Dallas in eighth with 42 from 31. Uh, Was it in and out Burger? Asking for a friend. I don't know. It, it said they went to the mall for this team dinner. Let's go to the mall. So who knows? Applebee's. Got mm. it. Uh, uh, anyway, still uh, lots of drama in the, uh, the the various Western playoff races. Yeah. Uh, on to the East and the race for second. Uh, big clash was the Fire versus the Pizza Rats in Bridgeview, and this one ended 1-1. Uh, goals, inevitably enough, from David Villa and Nemanja Nikolic. Uh, Chicago got Bastian Schweinsteiger back from injury in this one, uh, though they then probably turned around and lost Michael Deleu. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Schweinsteiger is optimistic as uh, well as seeming charmingly enthused about this whole playoff thing go on then we play actually that kind of game which our coach wants us to play we can win against any team it's possible we have a very good squad every player wants to play every player is ready to go for it and we believe in ourselves. I think we are also very excited to play the playoffs. I think last time was seven, nine, seven, seven years ago, I never had actually in my life playoffs. If you can call it in the Champions League playoffs. Then I played it quite a lot. Name, <laughs> name dropper. But it's the first time here, so I'm looking forward to it. Mm, delightful. Champions League, you know, MLS playoffs, same thing. Yeah. It's totally yeah. the same thing. Lateral like, move. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. And when the fuck was he ever in the CONCACAF Champions League? Yeah, he doesn't yeah. know. Like, he doesn't he know was visiting exactly. Mexico. Like, he's exactly. Like, challenge. He doesn't have to go to Pachuca. Or... No, was he all said like the whole European, this is UEFA Champions League? No, oh, uh, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. he's but he's never even had a bag of urine thrown at him. True. <laughs> Fancy pants. Faker. David Villa, meanwhile, is just the second player in MLS history with two 20-goal seasons. Uh, alongside by the right Phillips. And, wow. And uh, Jack Harrison got called up to England's under-21 team. Wow. So, uh, I did which see is, that. You know, good for him. And uh, that presumably sparked another round of outrage from TFC fans and media about Seba not getting called up to Italy. Cause, yeah. You know. It's the same thing. It's totally mm. the same yeah. thing. Mm. 
You know, clear, look, you know, Spain can call up Villa, England can call up Jack Harrison. You know, why does Italy keep ignoring MLS? What does Javinko have to do? He's, he's like the best player ever. He's better than anybody in Serie A. He should be playing. Am, am I the only one at this table who doesn't give a shit if any of our players get called up to an international game? Barring the Canadian ones. Fair enough. Okay, good. With, with that caveat, yeah. Yeah. Fuck those I'm, guys. I'm give a shit. Pretty much. Oh, I don't need validation from the Italian national team or yeah. the American national team because... Invariably, we get scheduled to play on those games when we lose them anyway. So, fuck you guys. Mm. Let's get through points. Yeah. Agreed. But, you know, what do I know? Mm. Indeed. Uh, the games just keep on coming for Atlanta. And after their midweek win, got a, a creditable 0-0 result in Foxy Foxborough. Uh, their sixth clean sheet in the last seven games. Wow. Uh, they're not just some fancy goal-scoring Latinos. That's they're, uh, worrisome. 35 goals conceded, tied with TFC for second best in the league. And uh, their goal difference is a very impressive plus 31 for the season, which is uh, only five so back of like, the, the greatest team ever, TFC. I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good. Hey. Mm-hmm. They want a shield, apparently. Yeah. It's oh, nice. that's good. You yeah. never know like when Captain the... America's shield? Or? Oh, I was going to say, you never know when the Normans are going to come to invade. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Damn um, picks. Yes, Columbus. Uh, they've been doing very well recently as well, and uh, they picked up the easy points with a 2-0 win over DC. TFC legend Josh Bloodclop williams getting one of the goals. Uh, that's now an eight-game unbeaten streak, a club record 12th home win of the season, and uh, that clinches their playoff spot. Uh, that leaves the battle for second to fifth as follows. Peter Rats with 56 from 32. AU guys 53. Uh, from 31, 32, maybe, I don't know. I didn't write that down, apparently. The Fire with 52 from 32, and the Crew at 50 from 32. Uh, on to the Drunken Stumble for sixth. Uh, we know the Red Bulls lost, so they're still on 43 points from 31 games. Could Montreal take advantage and close the gap? They were playing Colorado, so you'd think so, but no. Uh, Alan Gordon came off the bench <laughs> and scored the 81st minute. Yes, winner. the X-Red effect worked in uh, our favor. Finally. So the impact stay on 39 points from 32. Uh, New England couldn't take advantage either, getting just one point against the AU guys to also move to 39 from 32. Those three teams are so crap that Philly and Orlando are still technically in this. Uh, for fuck's sake. I mean, they've also got 39 from 32. So could still potentially make it. It's ridiculous. Can, can I interject something into Go wins on. and losses about Orlando? Go on. So apparently there's some controversy about the game um, against FC Dallas. Right. Yeah, there was the handball that didn't, did or didn't new, get called. New, new, new. Different controversy. Go on. So per FIFA rules, once a team lineup sheet is given to referees, if a player is changed out of the lineup, he is ineligible for that game. On Saturday, FC Dallas swapped Teshoak and Deli into starting 11 for Michael Barrios. Barrios then subbed into the game in the 84th minute. Oh. Per FIFA rules, the match should be forfeited, which would drop FC Dallas to 41 points yeah, and pull it? Orlando City to 41 points, just two behind the Red Bulls. Interesting. Apparently the league is aware of the violation and is looking into it. No update <laughs> yet uh, on what world, will occur. <laughs> yeah. Oh, MLS loves to follow remember, rules. Remember when those, MLS remember when would those... never subvert a rule or make up its own rule. Yeah. yeah. So just wanted to throw that in there for uh, shiggles. Remember when they, they hired all these brand new coaches who've never looked at a FIFA rulebook in their lives? Yeah. Uh, good luck with that, guys. Mm-hmm. Bastards. Fire the lot of them. 
Uh, well then, that's uh, I, I await to see what happens there with uh, with interest. Indeed. Um, after all those teams with thirty nine or potentially forty one points, who knows? Uh, then there's DC with thirty two points. Aww. Bless them. Um, and yeah, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. I got a few hat tricks I can show you later. <laughs> oh yeah, I like tricks with hats. <laughs> so I've heard. Rabbits. Yep. Out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's surprising. How are you? Come to Besiktas. Hi, Quaresma. I am coming to Besiktas. Hello, amigo. How are you? Come to Besiktas. All right, so TFC Talk. Yes. Um, this is a place where we talk about things that aren't necessarily game-related but do have to do with TFC. Kicking it off this week is TFC, where are they now? No, I'm sorry. We do not have this player in the studio, but that's okay. Streak um, did it one. I know, I know. Where are they now? Where, where? Where are they now? Where are they now? Who, where, where? This week's player played for TFC uh, between 2012 and 2014. Huh. Terry Dunfield. No. What? Although, again, he's on the list. No, he was 2011. Yeah. Uh, never mind. Okay. He's a midfielder, uh-huh. although also listed as a defender. Uh, Andrew Reedman's best friend. Hmm. Hmm. It's Jeremy Hall. Come oh, on. I was expecting more more clues. Oh, All okay. Right. You look so confused after I said Andrew Reedman's no, best friend. No, I'm waiting for the, more of the reveal. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know, what's going on with Jeremy Hall? So, Jeremy Hall, after he left TFC, you know, he was loaned from TFC to Wilmington, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. and then went to New England, played for the the T-Terrorists for a bit, uh, was sent, signed with Tampa Bay Rowdies, where he did not play at all, and then loaned by the Rowdies to the Sacramento Republic, mm-hmm. and that is where he currently is... Uh, applying his trade though he hasn't seen any minutes yet this season oh. um he has let's see is he still playing internationally huh? for who puerto rico ah. yes um played in the caribbean cup this year nice yeah cool yeah so that's 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 good for him um yeah, not, not not a ton, but you know, Jeremy Hall was also during the Halcyon days when we had all the halls. Ah, yes. So yes. that was that was fun. Woo, 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 woo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Um I you know, you sort of forget again, like how young some of these guys are. He's he's only twenty nine. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I sort of in my head Jeremy Hall's already like turned the corner on thirty and is you mm. know, winding down yeah, is yeah. But no, no, apparently yeah. not. Taking any more balls to the face recently? Hey, yo. Hey, Oh, hey, um, So, yeah. So, let's see if... Uh, sec- do you have anything else? Oh, no, you're not there. Okay. No. That's all good. Anyway, yeah. But Jeremy Hall and Andrew Reedman, a sort of highlight of their time here other than, you know, a, you know, a few shining moments and Wiederman, uh, Wet Wiederman and so on, is that they were kind of the face of TFC community work at the time when they were here. They, they were very active in that, you know. You know, the, uh, they got to, they went to a lot of the events. They did the parades. They were in the pride parade. 
I still, that was the last time, I believe, that... Uh, they, they earned themselves their community participation uh, bonuses, for yes, sure. Yes, they yep. did, as very, very much. But it was... Uh, not that Justin Morrow doesn't do community work, because he has the summer reading program. The reading thing, delightful, yes. yes which I love. Good. And I actually, I, I do wish they would talk about that more. I think they should, but... Um, you know, I was always quite pleased that... Yes, they were sort of lesser lights on the team, but still did their bit. Um, apparently, the because they were both released on the last on the same day, they went mm-hmm. to uh, what is it, uh, Williams Landing, and hung out. They they actually put it on social media. You know, come have a drink with us. And I know people who went to that and said that they were they were delightful. So that was very yeah. nice. Yeah, they were just sort of like. We'll do farewell drinks with people whoever wants to come see us, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and it was it was a fun night apparently. So um, I thought that was lovely. So thank you, Jeremy Hall, for your your contributions to uh, TFC Land. Okay, seriously, this page is really complicated. I'm just trying to see if he's listed. Jeremy Hall, yeah, listed as active player for the 2017 roster. But just not playing. Just not playing. Mm. I don't know if he's injured or anything. I've been able to find that out. Anyway, Jeremy Hall. I don't know if I want to say I hope he is injured or not, because you know that seems mean. But yeah, it would be a nice explanation. Yes, as to why if he's not. If he's not injured, it's just like, ah, okay, yeah. Little yeah. mean, little, little, little mean. True. All right. I can be. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, playoffs. The playoffs are coming. The playoffs are coming. Playoffs have been coming for years. Woo! But it's all official and. Confirmed bot first round by. We know that we don't have to play right after. Okay, sure, yep, there we go. That's something new. So good, good. The mm. first, so the first leg of the Eastern Conference semifinals mm. is either played on Monday, October 30th, or Tuesday, October 31st. Thanks, MLS. You fucks. Well played again. Ooh, yeah. We record on a fucking Monday. Exactly. They're Maybe tr- Tuesday. They're trying oh, to silence us. Yeah. Pretty much. Clearly. You keep the media down. Air quotes around media. Clearly. Mm. So with TFC potentially playing the first leg on Halloween, who's the scariest team for them to face? For me, it's the Red Bulls still. Um, I know after what just happened, blah, blah, blah. But it's they're really the, the only team that's worse than the some other parts is Montreal. And they, they're, not, they're not a thing. Um, yeah, like... Between Bradley Wright Phillips, Clyston, and, and, and Royer being this nice little discovery that they picked up, they should be way better than this. Tyler Adams, who's yeah. suddenly... Robles. Even though he's wearing clothes, he's still Robles. But oh, he's still... I miss that so much on Saturday, Mark. You have um, no idea. I, I said it to Tony. I was like, I miss Mark standing here going, I am Robles. Yeah, I'm Robles. This oh, wasn't the same. Uh, yeah, like... I, like that's still a very good team, and I just figure, it, I, it's kind of in the same vein of Toronto last year, where they were when they were having that slide. Like they're better than this, and then they got it mm-hmm. and figured it out, and then we saw what happened. I figure they're just, they're just one one or two games away before everything goes eureka, and then they go on a rampage. Now Toronto's still good enough to stop them, but. It's yeah. it's they're 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 the team like looking at like, without taking anything away from Columbus who do not really scare me Chicago who we've seen at their best and do not scare me mm-hmm. and New York City which has been proven time and time again they are toothless 
Red Bull are the ones, surprisingly, are the one that, like, I don't want to, I don't probably have. Mm-hmm. I hope somebody deals with them before we have to deal with them. So, okay. I, I very much agree. Yeah. You know, they've been good for a long time and, you know, won supporters' shields and done this and that and it's all kind yeah. of fallen apart. And, you know, at some point, surely things are going to go the other way where, you know, they don't have that good of a season, but then, right, they put it together right at the end and so that uh, could happen. Um, I will go with uh, the Columbus crew because it sounds scary. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, Do it I'm again. Columbus crew. Um... With, with hands gestures for, yeah, for, gestures for those with watching the video podcast uh, it's like ten dollars per month on the uh, the patreon page video podcast people uh, we don't have one we um, but yeah I, I think aside from that uh, you know Columbus are doing quite well um, though I think seriously the answer really should be uh, the AU guys um, who are you mean Atlanta boo knighted hey that's good it's good. It um, yeah, they, they've seemed to have added a very solid defense to their previous free scoring, whatever. So it's like, oh, okay. I kind of had the impression that they, are, they were like 2015 TFC. It's like they're kind of exciting to watch and everything, but yeah, you know, they don't really qualify as a proper good team. But it's like, oh, okay, the last month or so, it's like, yeah, these guys are actually uh, pretty for real and impressive. So um, I would go with them as the scariest is a serious answer but the Columbus crew it's pretty good Mm. Um, no Atlanta United is mine as well I just think for everything you said they are actually annoyingly kind of good now Uh, they know they have been for most of the season they sort of figured some things out and that whole defensive part of it is worrisome Uh, we'll know more after we I guess, play them on the 22nd. Yay, a few weeks of tense anticipation over that. Huzzah! Ooh, um, on decision day. Dun, dun, dun. No, it's just dun, dun. We need the Law and Order music yeah. for that. Bang, oh. bang. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the one I sort of, you know, Almiron, very dangerous. Um, Is he fit? I know he was kind of injured. Well, he's injured right now, but I I figure... He should should think he'll be back by the time uh, November comes around. I, I, you know, honestly, I hope not. Not that I want him to be super injured. I just don't want him to be available. Mm. Um, What's the other guy? Uh, Josef Martinez. Yes. Hector Villaba, who was, uh, I think he was the one who was like, just the greatest... Sort of heel player. Oh, oh that was terrible. Oh, yeah. that terrible. Is that, it, See, it, I do want them to play here because I want that again. I feel like that could be a. Uh, It'll be very entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Series, yeah, clapping himself off to the no away fans. Yeah, yeah. he's coming off. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Like, oh, that's top stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, go and like be playing the uh, the away leg there. It's like 70,000 fans or whatever in Atlanta, and all this and that. It's, it could be very interesting. Yeah, Another Atlanta team gets disappointed in a major final. It's no, that would that could never happen. <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. One last thing before we turn our attentions towards something non-TFC related. Uh, the Supporter Shield. Very exciting. Um, will be presented on October 15th. Uh, the match against the last regular season match against the Cheesemakers. But, you know, clearly needs to be feted something properly. So, mm-hmm. where should the parade route go? I mean, 
the parade route should go from BMO Field to the Harborfront Center along Lakeshore where that We Amphitheater is for the, you know, the big reception and celebration. All right, that'd be lovely. That'd be awesome. But let's be honest, this is an MLSE property, and because it's an MLSE property, likely what's going to happen is that they're going to leave some marketing-approved pseudo-gastropub bullshit in Liberty Village, walk, go their way around Strawn, and get to the stadium, and that's it. Mm. Boring. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree that it will be all about, you know, sort of pubs and that sort of thing. It's going to be a, a very, very carefully timed and staged thing. They're going to sort of visit every little... Uh, bar or pub, whatever that each supporters group calls its own. Yeah, they'll go. They'll spend a certain amount of time at Shoeless Joe's, certain amount of time at that like place in Liberty Village where the inebriati hang out. That looks like it's just a convenience store, but is more than that actually. Um, you know, wherever U Sector and Kings the Rhino of the North hang out. And U Sector's the Rhino these days. Yeah, it's the Rhino okay. these days. Joker's so close. like Kings of the North of the Wheat Sheaf. Uh, only on away days. Local okay. uh, for home games, it's it's something with a number. It's also in Liberty Village. Locus, locus something. Mm, don't know. Um, but yeah, very carefully, you know, exact same amount of time to each one. Which one gets to go first and everything, you know, who knows exactly how they're going to decide that. But uh, yeah, I thought that this is one of the more delightful thing about it being the Supporters' Shield is supporters get involved. And this seems like a, a great opportunity for various supporters groups to, uh, you know, engage in their, their favorite uh, activities of uh, an intra-supporting uh, pissing match, um, which I feel like kind of slightly already started. I saw that kind of complaints that, uh, you know, when they, they put the, 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 the placard out there to take the picture of, hey, we're the Spanish Shield champions. Oh, well, they, they put it like in front of 112 and 113. And, but what about the inebriati? They're like the heart and soul of everything and da-da-da-da-da. And yeah, I feel, especially as supporters actually kind of get involved with presentations of it, that there is a lot of potential for uh, bad feeling and pissing matches to come out of this happy, joyous occasion, which I, I look forward to, honestly. Holy Fuck, why am I not surprised? Wow. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll point you to the to the online stuff if you want. Wow. Um, That's exhausting <laughs> to wrap your head around. <laughs> it could be. See, uh, I kind of went with a combination of, of, of sort of both yeah. MLSE marketing plus supporters in that it will start at real sports. Because like a lot of that is that, that yeah. is the heart and soul and cash machine. Mm -hmm. Exactly, Maple Leaf Square. It's yeah, gonna be like, it's gonna be renamed uh, to to the Red Square. Ooh. Red Square. Hmm. Controversial. Controversial. <laughs> I, for some reason, I could see you supporting that. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> I feel I feel you will get behind that. Somehow. You know what shirt I'm wearing that day, um, and then. So all the supporter groups will have to all go to real sports. They can't be at their mm -hmm. home bars, and then they have to work together somehow to get the shield down to BMO Field. And uh, the route is actually sort of indetermined, sort of whichever part of the group wins. No, we have to turn this way. No, we have to turn this way. Who has the brightest flares? I'm not sure yet. Yeah, yeah. Flare brightness is Flare brightness key. is key. It really is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing ends up at Tim Lewicki's house. Exactly. Which somehow, whether that's in Miami, LA, wherever the fuck that is. Ah, I knew yeah. it. <laughs> just one big I know giant I had a Tim Lewicki impersonation. Yeah. I think I just came up with one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we got it. 
I told you. There's one big giant. Now yeah, we're great. I told you Bloody so. Plate. Ah. We are great. See? Ha, you all laughed at me, your fucks party at uh, Lewicki's yeah, house. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I'll bring the strippers. He would bring the strippers. Mm. Is he still potentially involved with Beckham FC in Miami? Is Probably. In that? I would say. Is Beckham still involved with Beckham FC in Miami? <laughs> like, Look, I just... Uh, is Miami still involved with that? I yeah, guess, that's a good, all, all good questions. Mm. They, they, I'm surprised there isn't more jokes about that fucking team. I mean, they've been around for like six years. <laughs> haven't won a game yet. Yeah. <laughs> haven't even scored a goal. Haven't even exactly. scored a fucking they goal. Suck. You know what? Fold them. It'd be the second <laughs> Miami team to just disappear. Mm. Or you could just take them and take the other one and bring them together in a fusion. Ha ha! <laughs> It's a great marketing idea. <laughs> ha! He seems like a guy who would do that. Uh, ha! Like, this, like that's his laugh. I don't know. Uh, He'll never be on our show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, come on. We could get Lewicki, I'm sure. Oh, we got Bill Manning. Come on. Uh, yeah, but... But we don't know Bill Drake Manning of the people. Shit, Bill so. Manning of the people. Yeah. Um. Double-decker sandwich! Ha! Bus. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got that. It's shit. It's shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. They could, surely, presumably, they will. If there is any kind of mobile part of the parade, they can bring back that double decker bus. You know, just to sort of reclaim and sort of. You know, I mean, Take that, it back. We're, yeah. we're taking you know it back. What? That would and be it is, it is fabulous. A really big deal. I mean, that was the whole start of why can't we be great? It's true. And now, and we're, now we're great. Yeah. So yeah, bring back the bus. Yeah, that's a great idea. That is a TFC great marketing idea. people that listen to us. There's, yeah. there's, it's that's Both a, of that's. You. Hi, Sean. Come on. Um, keep come the on. keep the exact same sort of decals and marketing on there that there was in 2014. Yeah. It's like Jermaine Defoe's face, probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, no, that's where the plate goes now. <laughs> hey. Um. But yeah. yeah mm-hmm. All right. We're on to something. We really are. I'm feeling good about this. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. When I step up in the place, say yo, I step correct. Got you all in check. I got that head nod shit that make you break your neck. Got you all in check. And you know we come through to wreck the discotheque. I got you all in check. Throw your hands up in the air. Don't ever disrespect. Lastly, on our show this week, as I said, it's not TFC related. It is Canada related because TFC are taking the international break off. Thank you, TFC for doing a good job of asking MLS for the right bye weeks, I think, this year. In yeah, terms the, of the schedule seems to have been managed quite well. They yeah. had a, a busy time earlier on, but yeah. they got through that, and it's been okay since. Yes. As opposed to Atlanta, who uh, presumably ridiculously fucking tired right now going into the big uh, important parts of the season. I know. <laughs> right? like, seriously, they still have a lot of games to they play. They still have so many games. Mm-hmm. Um, so this weekend coming, Canada versus El Salvador. In a friendly in Houston Mm. at BBVA Compass. Uh, Not only is it friendly, but the proceeds or some of the proceeds from it are going to hurricane relief for uh, the hurricane relief efforts in Houston and surrounding areas. So lovely. Mm. Um, It's also another opportunity for Canada and Canadian players to get some minutes and see how they're progressing under Doc Ock. Not surprisingly, Atiba's not been called for this one. He's just a little bit busy doing something else right now. Oh. I know, but 
he's doing very well. Do you come well. to Yes. Um, I'm a, I, I need to have that music ready to go at all times. Come to Bastigas. Here we go. Come to Bastigas. Anyway, sorry. It's okay. I'll never. You know what the worst part is? Is that if there was, if I wasn't sure, oh, what what Turkish team does he play for? That is now firm in my mind. It's I'm like, never going to confuse that. In fact, I've forgotten every other club he's played for. As far as I'm concerned, he's played for Bastigas his entire career. Well, that and that PSV stint. But that's, yeah, he's he's a lifer there. Mm-hmm. Thank you, marketing. <laughs> Bad dance music. Oh, please, more. Anyway, mm-hmm. where were you? I'm not sure. <laughs> Atiba Hutchinson will not be there. That's mm. right. Poor people of Houston. Another disaster. Am I right? Yeah. Am I right? Worst thing to happen to Houston in years. <laughs> Too soon, both of you. Oh, At the very least, months. I, maybe. Mm. Anyway, um, TFC players, of course, being called uh, Raheem Edwards, Jonathan Osorio, yeah. and mm. to St. Ricketts. Sure. A little sad for Jay Chapman. Yeah. Not uh, yeah. getting a call this time. Jay doesn't seem to be getting much love. No. From anywhere at the moment. But hey, didn't Bill Manning tell us? Oh, Jay, Jay's going to get his minutes. Yeah, is he? Yeah. Which yeah. ones? When, Bill? Career going back down, yeah. isn't it? Just like we predicted, Bill. But oh, no, no, he's going to be fine. Is he? Is he, Bill? Is he, Bill? Mm. Where? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Where are the pictures? Hope, you, hope, hope you're available this offseason. Um, and, of course, I always feel bad for Ashton Morgan in that he seems to have completely fallen off the mm. national team radar. Makes me sad. Yeah. Makes a lot of people sad. Like he's, you know, he'll he'll uh, basically he'll, he'll rise like a phoenix from the ashes when in he the retires, CPL. Yeah, when when he retires, he will be the all-time record holder for CPL appearances because he's not going anywhere. Nope. That's his level. Uh, he'll stay there, uh, and he'll be good there. Yeah, I, uh, he'll be fine. I know. Anyway, um, going, uh, anyway, Kyle Lahren, of course, once again with the call up. And once again, he probably won't score for Canada. Um, Anthony Jackson Hamel. Yeah. Um, let's see, who else? Samuel Piat, of course. Uh, Scott Arfield. Scott Arfield, exactly. I sort of added out of nowhere. I presume none of the European people were really coming over for this. Especially um, it's like the the very established European people who don't need to be making true. an impression. Really? Huh, okay. Um, a few uh, a few newbies getting their first caps. Uh, so Luis Belon Goyet from the the Cheesemakers. Knizia mm. uh, Elva, sure. who plays for Stuttgart Two. Oh. Milovan Kapor, who's playing for Hapoel Hedera. And Chris Twardek. Place for Millwall. Grr. Grr. Exactly. Fuck you, Millwall. And Rawr. then uh, <laughs> Kwame uh, Awaz has uh, been called Kwame again. Awaz. That's the one. I'm, I, is, is Vic Rowder going to be commentating on this? Because I want him. Awa. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I, don't, I don't know exactly how you pronounce that guy's name, but I can't imagine a way of pronouncing that guy's name that isn't funny. Awa. Awa. Oh, wow. Jones. It's Jones. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, it's a uh, okay. common, common Ghanaian last name. Yeah, sure. Jones. The yeah. A-W's J. It's a yeah. J. Yeah. But yeah, please let Vic Rada commentate and please let uh, Kwame Aua play. I, I, uh, would, 
We is it too late to start a Kickstarter where if he gets on the pitch and he tackles somebody, he goes, "Oh, I got you all in check," and then fucks off. I would I would totally give him whatever we could raise for that. Just just drop a little Buster Rhymes reference. That'd be great. Yeah. Go on. Uh, yo, Michael Patracio, uh, Kevin Alman, Alman, how are yeah, you? Yeah, back. That's yeah. Nice. Uh, do, do Mark Anthony K, who's been mm-hmm. doing very well. He's been very enjoyable to watch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see. Djokovic, of course. Juan Cordova. Ooh. Ooh. See. Sounds very, very fancy. Anyway, so that's basically the squad. Um, I don't think I left anybody off, did I? Adam Strath. Jason Lutweiler. Right. Right. Blackburn. Oh, yes. He is he the dude that was at Shrewsbury? I, I know he's then he went to Blackburn. I think right? so, yeah. Nice. Oh, and Stephen Vittorio, who's been, you know, converted converted defender and doing very nicely at sure. Petrasso as well. Um so Zambrano Zambrano, yeah. Zambrano going with a younger squad with several first time call ups, as we just mentioned. Is uh this sort of what you'd hope for or expect that he would do in this sort of game? Yeah, this this makes a lot of sense, you know. Let the established people stay in Europe if they need to and just go with a North America heavy team. Uh makes a lot of sense really. You know, it's a friendly, it doesn't really mean anything. There's no need to be sort of pissing off any clubs that might want to keep their players around. You know, good on Burnley for uh, for letting our field go. Yeah. Not putting up a fight about that. Good, good. Yeah, I know. Well, um, they're, they're, they're on a break too, though, so... Sure, you know, they don't have any Champions League commitments uh, no. yet. Yeah, That's true. Mm. Give time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say, absolutely, it's a great idea. He's done wonders with the established players, so I think it's a good time to see what he can do with the fringe players. As your list has pointed out a few, I had no idea existed. They could have been made up, for all I know. I'm okay with that. Got you all in check. <laughs> mm. So, uh, yeah, I, I any any situation where it can be had, where we can see these guys on display in a somewhat competent formation, playing style, and uh, who knows, there might be a gem or two that's unearthed that's like, oh, he is pretty good, like, mm. which is which has been known to happen anywhere. So. Uh, yeah, I'm very okay with how this is all possibly going to be laid out. So, yeah, I think it was. It's you know what again, like as Duncan said, like this game doesn't mean anything. This is, you know, this this the rest of this year, and going into the spring is really you know Zambrano sort of really trying to suss out what he's got to work with. I, I don't think we play a meaningful game until probably 2019, do we? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's nothing to there's literally nothing to play for next year. Okay, so the next year and a half, <laughs> <laughs> just over a year. Touche, Duncan. Touche. You know, if but if they can continue to play, yes, keep you know, playing keep playing friendlies as you, as you can, and keep sort of against good teams. Our Salvador's a good level of team to be playing against, and that's, it is, and it's a team that's the that level that we have to get be past getting consistently, consistently better than. Yeah, you know. and you know, El Salvador kind of had a pretty good sort of back and forth in terms of quality, sort of who's they're, on top. They're about the same level, yeah. all in all, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see some of the new players. Hopefully they get some minutes. Um, interesting to see some of the younger players, again, sort of how this team comes together uh, without, you know, like it's two young goalkeepers as well. Um, so it'll be Simon Thomas will probably get the start, would be my guess, but who knows. Could be Jason Lutweiler. 
the other question, and I saw someone post this on Twitter, so I just thought I would ask it. Is like I said in the intro, this is this game is being used as a fundraiser for you know funds to help with the hurricane relief efforts. Is this a bit of an odd choice? El Salvador versus Canada? Like I realize anyone that's meaningful probably has like real mm. games to play. Yes. So yes. Um, I'm presuming Houston maybe has a, a, a good solid El Salvadorian, whatever the word is. El Salvadoran. El Salvadoran. No E. Okay. Nope. El Salvadoran. Apologies to all you saviors out there. Uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, Houston has a, uh, a big community and they're, they're the draw and it's basically, well, we need a team to play against. Uh, Canada, you're free. Okay. I can't imagine Canada's a big draw. You know, it's like, well, you know, this is Dwayne Di Rosario's history in Houston. Uh, Andrew oh, they should Serian. totally take him. Yeah, they yeah. should have just like take him, have him out, go out there and like wave at the crowd and what wave have you. Wave to and the da, people. Da, da. Yes, wave to the people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it seems a little odd, really. But yeah, you know, anyhow. I mean, it's the whole thing is kind of odd, but it's more tragic than odd. So, um, it, something's better than nothing. Uh, mm. Honestly, um, it's 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 nice. I. I'd be more impressed. I have no idea what the ticket sales are like. So I, I mean, don't know either. Be, actually, I really don't. You know, if it, it could be, you know, 5,000 people at the game, all of which are wearing blue. So, uh, like how, how much, how much fundraising is that going to lead to? It's like, Oh, here's a lovely check for $876. So like, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just funny. Like that. Okay. Good for the people in Houston who are going to a friendly that doesn't involve the United States. All right. Have at. Yeah, like, yeah, basically. I'm presumably, are the states playing that day? Are they playing like Panama or one of their World Cup qualifiers? Something like that. They play, if it's not that day, then it's... Yeah, around there. They're definitely that weekend. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. um, the game will not be on television, but it will be broadcast on CanadaSoccer.com. 5 p.m. kickoff um, mm. on uh, on the 8th. The eighth, which is Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know you've 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 had some Thanksgiving dinner and you just need something to sort of digest too. Canada's probably a fine choice to watch. True. It'll be yeah. delightful. Yeah, if you've, you've had some turkey, you're feeling kind of sleepy and uh, yeah, know, it won't startle you to, too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It'll be that soothing. Isn't, isn't going to be uh, too stressful. Um, yeah, what other thing we were talking too. about the the youth of this of this team. Um, 15 of the 23 players are 25 or younger. So that's 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 nice. Cool. Let's yeah. get a that's, nice. Yeah, that's good. Let's get them used to playing together if this is going to be your core in a, you know, or starting to build your core in a year and a half. This mm -hmm. is a good it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. True. All right. Um, one other thing not to do with the Canada game but to do with you know, matches between teams. It sort of seems like an odd matchup, something that's been canceled. In oh. Hamilton, <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to sorry to all you Rangers and Benfica fans. I imagine there are tens of thousands of people demanding refunds uh, for this. The, uh, as yeah, I understand, yeah. the the yeah. the refunds have been uh, have the they already been dealt with? No, the people who've purchased through Ticketmaster.com have been told whoever you per whoever purchased them is going to get refunded. So if anybody get resold. Uh, oh, that could be a, that could be a mess. That could be. So, um, uh -huh. good luck to everybody. 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's kind of kind of a kind of a shock. Uh, but at the same time, too, uh, those prices, man, I thought was a mm. was not a cheap game. No, like, like I don't, I don't know. I I want to I want to believe that that's like if say they got a crowd of you know fifteen thousand people out for the game that everybody would have made a buck or two. That's fine, but. I'm sorry, this is an exhibition game between two teams who are going to send their B squads. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, no. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, no, thank do, you, please. You know, does the Benfica really have to spend their B squad? I'm sure if they can, you know, there's like 20 odd Portuguese people in like Hamilton or GTA, or whatever, who would fucking love to put on a Benfica shirt and pretend to be Benfica. And probably some of them might actually be quite good. Um, you know, it's all about cheering laundry. Just, yeah, have a sort of, sort of Benfica Canada squad, you know. Do the same with Rangers as well, you know, whatever. It's, uh, hmm. uh, strangely enough, uh, about the, I think it was maybe, it was either the day before or the day after, but right around it was announced that this is falling apart. Right. Um, it showed up on uh, Wagjag, which I don't know if you guys are aware of Wagjag, but effectively it's like whatever whoever owns the Hamilton Spectator but it's their version of like uh, localized uh, Groupon okay and tickets could be had for half the price of what they were posted for at the beginning that's I have no idea nice. where the seats were but at 30 bucks it's like okay that's a little more in the realm of I'm gonna go see a semi-competitive match with semi high level skill sure that, that to me seems about more accurate to a price point that's palatable with a with a neutral like myself, because I have no horse in that race. But uh, yeah, that that that's not happening either. So <laughs> mm-hmm. sucks to, yeah. to all to all the supporters because I I met I know a few on either side that were kind of looking forward yeah, to this. Yeah, as do I. Sucks. I my I you know my heart bleeds a little for you because I know what that can what that's like, especially especially if you're in Hamilton. It's like holy shit, they're coming here. Like that's. That's a thing. That's it a is, thing in Hamilton. For sure. Like, like that. You're you're not you're not playing draw, right? It's this this is there's not another Tim Hortons field we haven't found, right? <laughs> like that. Ah, legit. That was there. So, but uh, I I will say though to anybody who who feels that this was supposed to be some kind of a weird measuring stick as to whether or not pro soccer can mm-hmm. survive in Hamilton, that's fucking dumb, because the people who would buy the tickets are probably people who know what a a ticket price should be a reasonable one be exactly the level of football they were going to be getting like nobody you can't have honestly expected to get you know rangers a squad versus benfica's a squad because if they're following the team they also know that it's an international break and this team's going to lose these three players and this team's going to lose this five these five players and like honestly some of those tickets were probably going to be the same price as a a full season's ticket for for Hamilton CPL FC like I'd That's rather a catchy say name. it's not it's the, not, the, the, the full CPL thing is. spelled out is a that's a narrow font on the scarf. Let me tell you. Sure. Yeah. But uh, like that's that's. A, oh, it's just like the Hamilton Canadian Premier League uh, yeah. football club. It's it's wow. like a scarf that yeah. that like your aunt knit that just kept going just for lost track at how long it's like you could wrap it around your face like sixteen times and mummify sure, yourself. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty much it. But yeah, yeah. it's that's. I find that a bit extreme to say, well, this is a, you know, the lack of the poor ticket sales is a reflection of the market. No, the price is a reflection of the market. This is Hamilton, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, and that's the 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 one part of it that you know I generally I'm well this is hilarious. Uh, just the organisation of it seemed well this is a ridiculous price and now it's falling apart. Fun. Um, I mean said the one part is I feel like a lot of people were talking about how mm, this is kind of like putting things out there just to you know, try and see how this is going to be something that can essentially fund the Canadian Premier League, really. Kind of like how some so, helps MLS. Sure. You know, oh, we, we need to be getting, having a bunch of random friendly games within Canada and make money from those that will help support the league. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah, this is something that needs to be supported and needs to go well to, you know, kind of bolster confidence that that could actually happen. And that the only thing I do know is that the promoters, at least the promoters that were associated with that event, wasn't the Ticats. It was some group out of Brampton. Now, mm. what? Now, how much association they had between one another, I don't know. Intriguing. But, but it just sounded like, like I'd never heard of the promotional company, so it was probably a couple guys thinking, hey, we can make a buck off of this. We can get this team and this team to come play huh. here. Yeah. Huh. All right. Um, sorry, I did forget to ask. So quick, uh, oh, quick 180 back to the Canada game. Predictions. Oh. 2-2. Two, 3-2. Two. Two. El Salvador. It's not that oh. I... What? This is, a, this, is a, this is a mishmash team. El Salvador probably has to bring in their players, their good ones, because it'll be a pro-El Salvador crowd. So you want to bring them in. Um, also, too, it's a run-out. But I expect a competitive game. I don't think Canada's going to get stomped. It's not going to be like... They're going to score two fluky goals and then get run over. It's They're going to look good. They're just not going to win it. That's all. Mm. I said 2-1 Canada. Oh, right. All right. We've, got, we, we, we've run the gamut on the – that's good. All right. Look at us all, all convinced that Canada's going to score two goals. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Canada, that's, that's Canada, really the, That's really Canada. the end game here. Which, which, you know, all of a sudden seems plausible. It does. In a way that it never did at all. Yeah, exactly. Benito, Florida, yeah, from like so, about, what, you know? 1999 till about... Last year? Yeah, about three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jackson Howell, get him out there. He's, he's yeah. good. He can score some goals. Sit Kyle Lauren on the bench. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. Prove me wrong, Kyle. Prove me wrong. Yeah, haven't so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is our show for this week. Thank you for joining us, as always. Join us next week when we look back at the Candel Salvador match and see where we write. Who knows? Uh, look ahead to the final home game of the regular season against the Cheesemakers. Uh, find out what route the Supporter Shield might take. We have no idea. Um, and more. So I have been joined by. Two of the three usual panelists. Mm. It's so always so awkward the way I say it, but mathematically correct. Sixty-six percent is fine too. Interesting. Okay. Mm. Uh, to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. Out there on the tweet machine at Kitner Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinkley. Hello. As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it.
Fagundes. All right. Next up on our show, it's time for TFC chat. TFC talk. To interject on TFC top before we get there, another uh, sort of moment of the match after Justin Morrow got his hat trick, just talking about hats and all that sort of thing there. Just the uh, the people throwing the free hats. Fantastic. I know. That was, that was very It's just good. a shame that they weren't a little more aerodynamic. Indeed. And make a lot of them make it onto the pitch. Because, uh, yeah. Yes, that was nicely that done. Was, Agreed. Was, yeah. yeah. All right. Level, just level check again. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Hello, Mark. All right. Brilliant. Thank you. Okay. Oh, wow. He totally, like, dissed you in your... It wasn't a diss. Well, let's go. You tell me, let's, oh, let's hit it, let's hit it. It's like, no, let's hurry the... Now now Dun- you've got time. No, Duncan was, like, throwing you some of his best seductive Duncanness, and you, like... Um, I don't know if you noticed, but the first one was far more seductive. I don't know. <laughs> I, felt, I felt it from over here. Um, I even, it wasn't I aimed at me. I felt it. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Oh, oh my. Jesus. Woo! Mm. Duncan, I'm married. Do you mind? Mm. Oh, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> Ottawa has changed you, sir. <laughs> oh, oh. Is, is it? Is the heat on in here? <laughs> oh. heat Ottawa is, is the city of romance. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Wow. I, you have a pamphlet I'm, that I'm shows dare, that? How dare you laugh, sir. You've been there? You got the t-shirt? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Since Justin Trudeau came along in 2015, and it's like, oh, oh, it's true, it's, it's all about the love. Yeah. Oh, he'll redo your canal. Oscar Pareja, Mike Petke, and uh, Bastian Schweinsteiger. Oh, Bastian Schweinsteiger. Ah. I'll try to do. Unless somebody. I don't doesn't... know if you can pull off a Manchester accent, because. Oh yeah. God, I, my, I've. Every once in a once in a blue moon, I can get it, but do you have to be like listen? Uh, yeah, yeah. I need I need to go listen to like Michael Bisping talk for twenty minutes, <laughs> the MMA fighter who's got like the worst Manchurian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I love the Manchurian accent, but it's just like, wow, it just gets gonna, that bad. You're just gonna imagine you're Liam Gallagher. See, part. I don't know what he sounds like speaking mm-hmm. other than fuck. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening to the vocal minority podcast you can find our episodes on itunes soundcloud and on our website you can find us on twitter at vocal minority ca you can also find us on our website we are on instagram and we're on facebook if you like what you hear or even if you don't rate us on itunes like us on facebook or leave us comments on the site thanks for listening